Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. On today's podcast, I have myself, Tim Mazrana, Dave Thomas, Jamie Nopum, and Jay Dumas. And we are going to hash up an article that Jamie um, wrote. Very, very nicely, ago. by the way. It was, it was very good grammar. I couldn't even come close. Whoa, <laughs> About like a... marketing in the in the bow hunting industry. And we have a special guest of a, what is that? It's like a freaking. Is that a hornet? <laughs> it's like a hornet, dude. Why is there a hornet is. Yeah, in a, a basement? Hornet down here, yeah. There's a hornet it's like in a mud, our that's one of those mud. Those, that's one of those mud things. Dude, you yeah. better have something to hit it because I'm telling you right now, that's going to stink. Oh, got it. Oh, bro. Oh! 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 I'm allergic, oh! guys. I'm allergic. Oh, oh god damn. Oh, oh. Ah, yes, got, got it. Hold on. He's nice, not dead man. Yet. Barehanded. He's not dead. Bleep it out. I'm oh, up. snap. Sorry. Oh, Here, beep, beep. Is it a, uh, what is it? Get it? Oh, it's crawling. It's, oh, like, it. it's like a little. Get that thing. Don't, don't hit it. There the you go. You got it. What? I see it. It's Hold over on. by you, Tom. It's crawling. It's a while. I can't get to it. Oh, come here. Kill that. Come here. Use your foot. Hold on, I gotta get it out. Looking at it, us. We gotta get. Hold on. Now he's under the. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where it went. Okay, our broadcast has been interrupted by a black wasp. I just broke the mic. Hold on. (sighs) Dude, Jesus, you guys broke the whole studio for a little bug. (laughs) Damn. Step at him. What is happening? What is with it? It's wow. You guys, it's armor. Whoa, <laughs> it's still flying. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's God. underneath no boom. Okay, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, you clean it up. Wow. I clean it up. Yeah, you are. Gosh. You stopped into the freaking carpet. Come on. Most I need a napkin. Yeah. No. Most exciting podcast Don't get, don't get stung, bro. Here, what he's going to join us now. On? What is it? I don't know uh, what the heck people? that is. Uh, I'm like, like watching Terminator 2. <laughs> that dude is that, that's definitely Golden Arrow Club extra. <laughs> that's going to be in. Just, just for, it's oh. just going to be called The, the Wasp. That's and I'm going to throw it in as a podcast. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Bone and Planet podcast. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens every time. Every time. Welcome, everybody, to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazrana, Dave Thomas, Jamie Noteboom, Jay Dumas, and in the corner without a mic, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. We're not cutting this. It's all good. Um, in the corner without a mic, Uncle Bob, the Toothless Wonder, and today we are talking about hey. a subject in the <laughs> Too many Bloody Marys for somebody. I'm not going to name any names. Two out of four of us. Two out of four. Five. <laughs> There's five of us, Tim. 
simple math. I know you went to Central. Six? Listen, Uncle Bob doesn't count. He doesn't have a mic out. He doesn't have a mic out. Start over, you keep him going. I'm starting over. Okay, I'm ready whenever you are. I'll be quiet now. You don't have to mute me. I'm good. I'm good. Come on. Just go. <laughs> D-Nat. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazzarana. Dave Thomas, who is on mute for uh, on real out. reasons because we can't get into. Jamie Nopum and <laughs> Jason Dumas. And we're going to talk about an article that actually Jamie wrote uh, several years ago about marketing in the uh, bow hunting industry. So... Hey y'all, it's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Now onto the show. Hey guys, we hope you're really enjoying the show. The BHP Podcast has been so much fun. If you are, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. It'd be so helpful and it really does go a long way. As usual, thank you for your support and listening to the BowHunterPlanet.com podcast. Jamie, why don't you give us a little like synopsis, a little snippet. We can read through this article, um, look at your grammar, look at the punctuation, see how good it is, and uh, we can talk about oh, it. We know the grammar punctuation is good, but anyway. I guess the basis of this article was, before I met you fools, <laughs> I was kind of like a lot of guys out there, right? The only thing... Not cool? No, I was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was beyond cool. We all know that. But, but no... The guys that I knew that bow hunted, it was basically, it's Matthews or it's nothing. So that's what I did. I Not ran out. Cool. Yeah, and I grabbed a Matthews. I didn't go to a pro shop and shoot different bows and see what was best for me and find out what else was out there. I was just buying a name. So I kind of wrote an article about you know how I tried to dart and I liked it and I shot that for a while and I get to working with you know bow hunter plant i get to shoot all the different bows and realize that there's a lot of cool stuff out there that i didn't know about because i was i don't want to say brainwashed i just didn't look into it <laughs> dave just said you're welcome <laughs> i signed it you can keep that so uh, autographed yeah i just cut i just cut up the wasp with it so basically it's so basically where I wrote in the you launch this. What year is this from? It might be like 2014. Oh, don't do that. Jeez. 2014, 2015 or something. <laughs> Son of a gun, I just got these. That's an old picture. <laughs> Shoe edgy. <laughs> but, I think uh, it's 2014. Yeah. So, okay, so you wrote this article in 2014, but the Matthews period that you're talking about, what, what are we talking? Are we talking about 907, 09, 08? Yeah, I think probably about... 2000, I mean, I started really bow hunting in 2004 for the okay. most part. I had buddies in college that I lived with, it, and I just went to the store and bought a Browning. You know, I, had, I didn't know about anything. But once I started getting into it, everybody was like, Matthews, 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 or Hoyt. Or, and uh, I get what the, the main part of this article was, there's nothing against Matthews. 
because you know we that's get it. perfect marketing. No, I don't know. We get no, no. no. You know I mean? Matthews is a good company. You make good yeah. bows. Yeah, I just it's the perception. Yep. So, and it, that's what the article is about. Okay, so so why did you go to Matthews? Because of the name. Because they looked cool. Because I wanted a sticker on my truck. Because everybody else I knew was doing it. Peer pressure. <laughs> I mean, back in 08, and, and you know, in those years, everybody had a Matthews. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, everybody said, why don't you have a Matthews? Well, I'm going to say right into the switchbacks, probably one of the best hunting bows ever made. Right. So. I mean, yeah, Matthews is a great bow. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. that's something to take away from it, too. But getting a chance to shoot all the different types of mm-hmm. bows and, and getting a feel for them, you really you find out that just because you have a brand that's popular – it may not be what's right for you, you yeah. know. So you have to shoot other bows and find out what feels good for you. So I'm not going to lie. I haven't read this article. Yeah. And probably the people listening haven't read this article They probably either. should. Right? I think like 100,000 people read this. I think so, I won a Pulitzer for that. I can't remember. One of my questions is, is that, um, you know, we do a lot of talking about pro shops and all that kind of stuff, right? A lot of it, like, you, you can go, you could live in an area where, well, Matthews is probably sold. So that's probably not, that's pro- what I was going to say, it's probably not necessarily a new true statement. Is You go to a pro shop and they don't carry Matthews, they probably, somebody in your area probably does, because Matthews did a really good job with their but pro But they shops. want to carry Matthews. But no. when you walked in, so, because I'm assuming you went to a pro shop, right, in order to get it. No. You're not buying it online I, back I in 04. I bought a used one. Either way, we okay. get it. We get what you're saying. Yeah. So, so my question is, is, is when you walk into a pro shop, what's the experience there in regards to the intake of brands and marketing and all that kind of stuff? I guess it all depends where you live and what you're willing to drive for. Because, I mean, you could be in a really rural area and have one dealer that only sells a certain brand, and then if you actually want to get your hands on and shoot First a particular off, bow. I think it depends on where you are. But from my experience, and I don't know, Jay, or where you got your bows from over the years or anybody else, but from my experience, when you go into a pro shop, 90% of the time they're pushing towards a Matthews. So the de- If they sell Matthews. Oh, if they sell, right? for sure. Which, now, I, and I don't know if that has to do with the amount of money Matthews gives them per yeah, sale. or yeah. I don't know the whole well, gist gotta, of I think the they got to make their numbers. Background. Well, yeah. That might be. I don't know the whole thing with the sales part, so I, I, that's a disclaimer there. I don't really know. So I'm not acting like I do, but... Um, <clears throat> for the most part, that's what I remember seeing. Um, at least that's my feeling of it. Now, I did go to a dealer before where they only sell Hoyt, and the same thing. They push Hoyt. Um, they, uh, they they push Hoyt, and I think that and that's okay. I mean, it's not like they're bad bows here. I mean, that's the point of No Boom Story. It's not that Matthews is a bad bow. It's a great bow, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But what we're trying to say is there's a lot of other bows out there. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I think this whole story comes around to be is like, look, for the past X amount of years, um, and Matthews has dominated, dominated yeah. the market. Like, and they've done such an amazing job. Their bows have been different, and I don't know why theirs did it, did well and other ones never did compared, right? Yeah. If, like, you compare Matthews to, like, Athens, right? Athens is a great brand, but they never picked up the pace like Matthews did, right, where it got to huge numbers and huge sales. Do you, think it, do you think it's about money walks, though? 
What do you mean? In in regards to the amount of money Matthews is able to put into at that time, because internet wasn't a huge thing back then. Oh, ads. The shows, the advertising, yeah. you know, the, the, the money. All your professional right? The investments were done correctly. They had, they had all the big shows and all the big shooters. I, I think what yep. Matthews yeah. did, too, is they went all in. Mm-hmm. Okay, they went all in, and... It, you know, they won. They invested money into, yeah. into marketing, and they did it right. They had a bow that was great, and they did the job right. I mean, Absolutely. So who were, who were some of the other contenders back then? Hoyt. PSC. Hoyt. Hoyt was a big one, too. PSC I mean, was a big one. And they still are. PSC as well. PSC I, I shot Bear. a PSC. Yep. yep. Bear. Bear. The, the, the original companies. Martin? No. Was Martin really. a big well, one back were, then? Well, they were, but no? not. Yeah, they weren't. So the original old companies would be Martin, uh, Hoyt, PSC, uh, Bear Matthews is a young company. Actually, they're actually young, so they Brownie technically wouldn't even fall into the old. Brownie was out there for a while. They got bought out by PSE, yeah. and PSE closed them. So they're pretty. I think they closed them. Yeah. My understanding, yeah, which my was first too bad. Was a Browning as well. Mine too. Browning would have done real well. If Browning Micromitis. Hmm. I had something There's, similar to that. Was, Brian, twelve do you still years old. Have it? I do. Can you bring it in? Yeah, I want to see absolutely. that next time you're here. Brian yeah. too. He's got uh, Midas or something. I told yeah. him. Or Mantis. His a Mantis. Oh, is it a Mantis? I told him to bring it in because I, yeah. I'd like us to be able to play with it here for a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty it maybe, cool. But you know, anyway, Matthews is the young company, and that's why I made the comment. Like, it's interesting that Matthews was able to do it, and Athens and other brands weren't to that that level. And I think it's because of what they put into it. Because they're both a young company. When you look at it from a young company perspective. Matthews is not that old. I think they're a 90, 1992 company, yeah. and that's not old compared to a dart. No, but it's about how they shared their content. No, you're right, 100. percent They killed it in the marketing. They, they were they captured the the TV market, which which was which was the was golden the gold. standard yeah. of getting out in front. No, of that people. was before social media and all yeah. you know and everything yeah. else. There was I mean, well, cell that phones was the only back way. Yeah. yeah, that and magazines. Yeah. Was, was ATA? I don't even know when ATA was created, but don't know actually. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. So I think another reason I wrote that article was, you know, I guess it kind of what do you want to call these people, fanboys that only want to hear that a certain brand is all you should shoot and everything else is terrible. I was trying to open up the horizons, and I think that's what we do a lot on Bowhunter Planet is saying there's there's a lot out there. We try to be a wide-open platform yeah. for everybody, and I think it's been very successful at doing that. I think that, you know, we're not trying to dictate – any specific bow to anybody no. we really aren't it's not that we, we, we now believe me there's bow companies who help us out more than others for mm-hmm. sure and there's companies that want us to find hunters for them and help out so it's very helpful when we have that that support from them and not all companies do that but none of them really pay us it's not like we're like oh hey well the one thing you. we try to do is say go check them out go shoot at your local dealer because it's really about personal preference. it's about you it's not about us i we're was just, just going to say that unless you're a sponsored shooter <clears throat> There's no reason you shouldn't try the different types of bows that but, are out there because they're just phenomenal. I'm going to push back on a little bit, though, to say that even if you are a sponsored shooter, you're a sponsored shooter because you like them. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the guys out there that shoot Matthews, that shoot PSE, that shoot Hoyt are shooting those brands because they like it. Even well, here, when we I had our shows... I agree like, with that. We shot those bows because we liked them first. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's get a little bit into honesty here about that. So we originally had one of our shows. We had a bow sponsor sponsor show, and the guys didn't like the bow. I'm not gonna name names because it's not. It's because they didn't like it. Doesn't mean you shouldn't like it. So they didn't actually like it, and there was a lot of negativity. Hard time here actually about that. This is a long time ago. It's like 2012, 2013, and the guys they had these bows and they really did not like them. So we had to make a decision quickly based on that. And we got out of that company the next year 
And from that point on, we stuck with certain brands, and I'm not naming names. You can probably figure it out if you go on <laughs> to the hunting shows and figure them out. Um, but, you know, it, the guys, everybody was different. It was like broadheads. It was a disaster. Yeah. Like, you know, what? Like some of the, like a bow tech is the easy one, right? They have a high-end bow. They have a, a long bow. They have a short bow. They have a lot of variety, and most of their bows are awesome. I mean, well, actually all of them. I don't really know any bow tech that's on a good bow. So it's very easy. Same with Hoyt. They have such a variety that it made it easy, you know, when Bone Driven was sponsored by Hoyt, it was no problem. Then they were sponsored by Bowtech, no problem, because there's such a variety that everybody could fit something, yeah. and there was options. So if I said to Jay, shoot this uh, carbon icon, and he's like, yeah, it's cool, but I don't like it. I'm not big on carbon, or I'm not big on it's too light, then he could shoot a Rain 6. Or, you know, I mean, there's yeah. options, so I'm saying. there wasn't. It right. wasn't like you had to shoot. They only had one model. Right, some boat companies only have like two models. I mean, look at Ben Pearson. I mean, that company is so tiny, and they don't really do any marketing anymore. There, that's this is the whole concept. of This marketing podcast is look, who's you know, obviously No Boom's uh, article is a big deal to it, but we also got to look at some other stuff in the industry. Let's go ahead and walk across this industry right now with brands. Hoyt, they do a lot of marketing, yeah. different marketing than others, but yeah. they do their own. They have Cameron Haynes. They got. Mm-hmm. Certain ways they do it, they do the, the test lab, they do different things specifically. They're very specific on how they do it, and they do a great job. Their content's amazing. You look at their content, what they're doing online, awesome, right? Flip to Matthews, same thing. They're very specific on what they do. They're very, they hold to their, their values of what they're going to do. They don't just spread out and do anything, not anymore. You know, everybody's come in and brought it all in in the last few years. PSE, they seem to focus more on shows on TV than online that I've seen at least. So I do think they need to move more online. It's my personal opinion. Um, and do more online stuff. And I think they're getting there, though. I think as time goes on, they start to realize. And you know, also with Target marketing, you know, with Target. So Target is another thing. You know, are you putting too much money into Target as opposed to bow hunting? Right? you got to figure all that. Or crossbow to compound. Right. This is all important stuff. And you only have so much money to go around to do these yeah. things. Athens, small company, they don't do enough marketing. They need a lot to do a lot more. They've done some stuff, and I, I, I give them my hats off. They at least still do test lab. I'm surprised, but yeah. they do. The bows are great. They're awesome bows, no doubt about it. Jason, great team over there. But I don't know what their their overall goal is. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's your goal? Is your goal to sell 20,000 bows or, uh, you know, 1,000? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's not my job to know that. What about the, EPA? APA is Canadian, so that's their biggest downside. They have to get more bows into dealers into the U.S. and and, and do more marketing here. It's hard to overcome an American bow company, being a Canadian bow company. Mm-hmm. It just is because Americans, they don't – I think Americans are misunderstood when it comes to what they buy. So a lot of things you buy are Chinese and other stuff. You just don't realize it, and I think you don't understand that. It's so not everybody, I'm not saying you don't know what you're talking about. You do, but I'm saying a lot of things you buy are made in China. Your keyboard, your mouse, your stuff in your the vehicle. parts are made, but parts in your vehicle. Yeah. yeah, you can call things right? American all day. It doesn't mean they're actually American. The cam on your bow could be American, or it could be from China coming in as a piece, and they right. assemble it to something else. So my point in that story is that just because somebody calls it American doesn't mean it's necessarily American. Now, is it assembled America, America, <laughs> or is it not? I don't know. I'm just saying. So I, all I'm saying is that, for me, that's not something that stops me from <clears> buying something. But for you, it might be. But you might be getting, you know, 
persuaded wrongly. So yeah, but so but is the where's where does the issue lie? Does the issue lie with the dealer bull hunt the the dealer um, bull manufacturer relationship? Is it the the marketing TV? Um, bow manufacturer relationship where where do where do people go wrong well let's go back to apa so apa has a couple things they have to f- decide on and figure out so being that they're in canada they're probably the largest compound bow maker in canada i don't i can't think of any other compound bow ma- manufacturer in canada their their issues are distribution because they have to get into the states right and they have a they already have canada people buy their bows in right. canada it makes sense just like excalibur they're right. canadian but you, when it comes to states, Excalibur's got Bass Pro Shops. They got big box stores that sell their bows, you know, and they're a great bow. And, and they're one of the only recurves in the, and I think maybe the only recurve yeah. crossbow yeah, in the market. Say that's probably true. And so everybody who shoots it's like, wow, why would I ever get a compound if I can shoot a recurve and have no issues of yeah. explosions? Yeah. Or I mean, Excalibur crushed it with their marketing when it came to specifically. Yeah. Durability. Showing the durability yeah. of that bow, they they dropped it from a helicopter yeah. like four four hundred store. I forgot what it was. They dropped it so far, dragged picked it up, shot rocks, it, yeah. dragged through rocks, <laughs> ran it over with four wheelers, and they shot right into it. It always hit the same. Well, a lot of center. hunters can relate to that too, right? Because how many times you've been in the field, and you know it doesn't matter what piece of equipment you have, you're always worried about something getting mm-hmm. hung up, and that ruins your hunt. So if it's Absolutely. durable, if you have that durability. You know that you're you're gonna be rock solid. I, I actually there. had the conversation the other day with a guy that was looking to buy a bow, and he had it between. Uh, I don't want to say the, the the other brand, but he had it between a brand and, and Excalibur. And you know, my thoughts on it were, you know, you, you got to look at it. You got to look at a lot of different things. Comfort. You got to look at um, longevity. You got to look at speed. You got you know, there's a lot of different Durability. factors that go into it. The two main ones, though, because you got to remember, it's your money that you're spending, right? So it's all about the value. It's about comfort. And it's about how how much it's going to cost you to maintain that bow over mm-hmm. time. And that's, I agree, that's where Excalibur's really excelled. Oh, is that they, they've taken that second piece and they've owned the market, the, yeah. the entire market on the, on the longevity and the durability of their bows. Not to say that they're not comfortable, but there's a lot of comfortable bows out there. And as you guys know, the Excalibur, all you need to do is take a string with you. That's amazing. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Just to that swap it is out. It. Yeah. Yeah. A string. Yep. And as many times as other bow manufacturers say, well, our strings are rated for 300 to 400 shots, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's not the 300 to 400 shots that get you. It's it's that, it's one, that one time you ding weird, in the door, yeah. you try and shoot it, your, your, your string breaks, and your cams now have to be inspected That's by what's a dealer. That's scary about you know, it's, it's, In general. Yeah. 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 I mean. Sure. I've never... Um... Well, but anyway, but back, back to, to the topic. Let me yeah, go back to sorry. APA. So APA has to make a decision. Do they want to split split limb or no split limb? Every manufacturer, pretty much every manufacturer, including Athens, uh, has gone to a split limb, and APA has not yet. They're one of the only ones to not do that. Well, that's fine. The bow's great, but you know what? What you're there's a different technology there, right? You're going from everybody went away from the solid limb. Do you have to make that decision? So these are important decisions for them to make. But to me, the biggest barrier to entry is is being in Canada, not in the U.S. Because that's been their hardest. Because you know some dealers are probably like, why should I carry this? And other, but the APA does have great things on their bow. They have things yeah. that nobody has, yeah. nobody, mm-hmm. um, which makes it a very, very, and they're fast, super fast bows, powerful. And they're cool looking. I but love the thing. But that's and you could say that all day long. But where can somebody in our area go and shoot it? I don't know it's the answer. Very, to be you know honest. what I mean? I don't know that answer. I mean, you go on their website and check and see if it's possible. Sure. But the other thing I would say is that 
there's a lot of good things to it. I definitely, if you don't shoot, you've never shot an APA, check it out. You gotta check it out. All but right, so let's let, move let's on. talk about let's talk about winners and losers in the marketing. So if we were to if we were to rank, you know, winners and let, let, and let's not say losers, but let's say nah, needs lose is a bad word, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's say needs improvement. Well, let's put it this way: I had a conversation the other day with a boat manufacturer who's a smaller one, and um, I'm not gonna name names again. But uh, the conversation was around doing more bows on test lab doing um maybe more of the podcast like being on is more of a thing and their whole thing was um you know they didn't really want to spend money you know their whole thing was really and i'm not saying you have to spend a lot of money to be on our show but i mean like simple things like we'll keep the boat i mean 100 grand ain't a lot (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so but my point is they were doing they're doing like a couple tv shows and i'm not gonna name names of the shows because i want to rip on people but to me it was it's a waste of money just stupid like really well that's where we but this is what i was getting to is that the person talking to me, the owner, one of the owners of the company, he's an engineer. He's not a marketing person. Yeah. See, yeah. and this has been the biggest yeah. beef I have in this industry is that the marketing people, what? It's still alive. What? No, no there's another one. one. What? The other one. Oh! <laughs> Dude, these things. Oh, Tim almost knocked the whole $5,000 thing down. Pissed it's in the... Ah! It's where? Let it land. Let it land. <laughs> I'm not moving, dude. I'm not Where'd moving. Where'd it go? Oh... And we're losing mics too. There's what it's under your foot. Back by there's the got there's uh, gotta be there's gotta be a nest look, somewhere. What is going Nowhere. on here? Go, Where? Probably go a back, nest in the basement. Go back by the This is uh insane, but um I'm gonna have to pause. Yeah, we gotta take a commercial break. Right commercial in front of break. your foot there. Hey guys, it's Dave from the show. Hey, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. These are some really great people and some really great companies that have really helped to make this podcast so successful. Vanguard is a maker of some amazing tripods, hunting packs, binos, shooting sticks, tripods, photography gear, and much more. These guys really know what they're doing, and you should definitely check them out when you get a minute. Rax Inc. Get your favorite bow brand hanger from Rax Inc. Even uh, a BHP edition they have, which is really sweet, and that would be really cool if you guys had that. Absolutely send your pictures with those. We'd love to love to see that. Uh, Rax has got you covered with whatever brand you are using as your bow, and uh, they'll have a hanger just for you. Stealth Cam. Stealth Cam is a maker of some absolutely incredible uh, trail cameras, and if you're looking to get your camera game on this year, this is what you need. Uh, so you can see what's going on in the field. Uh, you can even go wireless with these guys. They got everything you need uh, right there at their website. Skull Hooker. Skull Hooker is one of the newest sponsors for BHP. But these guys, man, they are making some incredible European mounts for your animals. Uh, these mounts not only give you a creative way to show off your prize game, but also a versatile way to hang those mounts and get them all over your room. It's going to be really cool. You guys got to check them out, see them on the podcast. Really, really cool latest sponsor is Beyond the Ears, which is a pro shop located in Oxford, Michigan. Uh, They carry great products including bows, accessories, binos, clothing, coolers, and much, much more. And oh yeah, if you are not in Michigan, that's okay because they have a sick website that you can buy all your your gear from and everything you need. Uh, Definitely check out Beyond the Ears. Really cool people. Really, really great shop. And uh, you might even see us there sometimes, so definitely check out our events to see when we might be there. And last but not least, Crossman, makers of some of the best air guns in the world. Not only does Crossman make air guns, but they also make archery gear as well. Make sure you check them out online and, uh, you know, help get a kid outdoor shooting today. Crossman gives you those perfect opportunity products to do that. Crossman really gives you the ability to get kids outdoors and help pass on the heritage that we all love. 
Uh, you can find all the links to these great sponsors at the bottom of each episode. So click away and show your support for the podcast and these cool companies that help bring it to you. Now, on to the show. So one of the biggest issues is in, in the industry is that, you know, the owners of companies aren't marketing people. And that's been a big problem because they don't understand how marketing works. So they think they understand it, but they really don't. And here's my biggest thing I can tell anybody that's a manufacturer listening to this. It takes money to make money. Very simple. That is a very simple concept that you, you, you are not the only person that has to do that. Any single manufacturer, any, anything out there has to do that. Well, and, and I don't want to... Every I, company I, advertises. I don't want to toot our own horn because it's not what this is about. But what I do want to say is that that's where we fit in. When we created what we created, when we created it, it was, it was... A perfect, it was a perfect timing for a perfect platform for what was becoming what we know now as social media, but at the time we didn't know it, right? It was about creating the online content, trying to get into a realm and, and giving our opinion, giving our, giving our real world view on something and trying to get out in front of people and which you couldn't do before. It was all about TV. It was all about all of, it was, it was about all about TV and really big money. media print. Big there, money. there was no online presence for a lot of companies back when we started nine Dude. years ago. But that stuff, like in in the honey industry, I, like these guys can't make that much money. Okay, mm. let's 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 get to the. Nu- There's okay, so okay. No, let, let's just talk about numbers. The overhead within the within the manufacturing companies, it's big. Right? Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's not a lot of money to be made. It's not like you're you're making eighty percent profit on a bow that you're selling. You're not in a lot of in a lot of circumstances. In some circumstances, yes, you are, but not in a lot of circumstances. <laughs> got that what does that mean in exactly i didn't in some of it no because okay I guess, hold on because there's all i'm saying had, is okay okay ahead. all i'm trying to say is i'm a bow manufacturer okay they're not <laughs> <laughs> Shot that okay. down. so here i am hypothetically I pre- here's what i'm saying though how many bows do i have to sell to pay for a, a major tv show a lot to get my a money lot. back that's all i'm trying to get at so well, well no, see, you got the things, and I mean, can I give like a company props? Is that okay? Sure. Like Bowtech, perfect example. The right amount of shows, the right amount of online, the right amount of everything, and that's what they work on doing. It's not all shows. It's not no shows. It's like that's but that's what you Bowtech, need to, unlike other companies, hired someone who knows social, exactly. internet, and TV. He understands all of that. So yep. he gets how it interacts. Just like Well, Expedition that goes back now. to your point of... Expedition's new president, no, or vice wherever his title is, Chris. Yeah. Chris understands yes, that there's a mix and match. See, you can't just do TV or magazine. You have to do all. It is a spread out. You have to... Nowadays, you have to capture people in every way you can. And you have to split that across. Now... So back to my, I guess that, that's where this I was trying to go. This is ridiculous. Winners and losers, right? So one of the biggest winners that I see has been Obsession. Yep. Right? A company that, that is, I don't want to say startup. They came from Roots, you know, and they, they, they built a brand out of Roots that they kind of already had. But at the same time, you don't see them in, you don't see them in big Spock retailers a whole ton. You don't see them on TV but they have a following, and they've built that following yeah. for a for a, in, in a really good successful successful yeah. period. So, yeah. um, well, social media obviously changed. It was a game changer. Sure. Because before, I think it goes right back to what we're talking about with Matthews. 
they had, and Dave said it, you know, it takes money to make money. So unless you could get on a TV show, whether it's something like Bowhunter Planet, you know, coming up that way, yeah. you know, this wasn't even a dream before social media or, or the Internet taking off because yeah. try doing this without money to get on a TV show to showcase what you're trying yeah. to do. And, and like you said, you came in at the right time, you know, and the same thing applies to the bow companies, okay? So yeah. it gives Obsession a chance to rise through a following, yeah. maybe through social media, word of mouth. And word of mouth now, as we know, with social media, right? So Huge. I can tell you something right now. And before I get home, my wife knows what I told you. And that's I don't know how great, that happens. And that's a great mm-hmm. segue. So that's great for... And that's a great segue into, into a point that I wanted to make, which was, um, you know, we've seen the industry change. Even, even, even in the years that we have been doing it, the industry has changed a lot, even from a social media standpoint. And we can go as we can go as basic as saying, okay, the, we we were huge into Facebook recently, and I'm not going to say you know we're not not as not as recent as Facebook, but big into Instagram. Um, but the, that industry has even changed. You got a lot of political landscape within the within Absolutely. the social media nowadays, which drives the algorithms in which people view us. Mm-hmm. So we had to we had to reinvent our wheel a couple of times. One of the yeah. reasons what you're listening to right now, which is the podcast, still trying to get out there and bring our message to everybody. And I think one of the latest trends that I've noticed in there is, is exactly what were you saying? It's and it, I would go on one step farther of of saying it's center of influences that are really where people are attracted to free and free advertising starts with center of influences. And that's where you see, I mean the, the numbers that you get out of some of these, some of these people on Instagram and they have blown up right mm-hmm. i mean it used to be two thousand three thousand mm-hmm. five thousand was amazing oh, now it's hundred now it's hundred thousand mm-hmm. two hundred thousand we're not even there we're not yeah. even close right we're at thirty thousand in between thirty and forty thousand and by the way give us a like on instagram if you haven't already <laughs> let's get it up there um but my point is is that that's where people are looking for it's all about that quick mm-hmm. center of influence what are you to me today mm-hmm. type of type of social media that's going on and i just see that progression going on and on and on mm-hmm. and it's about this... so we have to we we as a company have been trying to diversify ourselves out to get into as in, in front of as many media platforms as possible that takes time takes energy but it's worth it for us because we still want to bring our message to everybody well, you're focusing on the younger generation of hunters, and that is key for them because yeah. everything is right now yeah. and instant gratification. If you don't have that with the younger hunters, you're going to lose them, right. and that's the market right now, right? Because our, you know, we already lost them. I mean, I don't want to say 20, the older 25 hunters, minutes but in this podcast, right. they're already gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there was exactly, <laughs> if it wasn't something for them, yeah, tell me now. I want to know now, and that's it. But we'll get, we'll get them on the. Fortnite that's thing. so important though in terms of uh marketing and getting their message out you know <laughs> that's what we need to do but no you're right you're absolutely so so i mean back to media and marketing you know winners and losers obsession one of the winners i would say and here here's a kind of a mixed one oneida huge back in the day right there's a lot of people that shot him a lot of people that know him because they were just different right yeah they went away for a long time but the TV shows, and and this isn't this isn't bow hunting TV shows. This is like mainstream, the Arrow, like on on I don't remember what network it's on, but I mean they've really kind of brought that bat that brand back to life. Now they had another company that bought them out recently. Yeah, Bass Pro Shop yep. bought them, and and so they're yeah. they're they have an influence in the marketing and, and all Wells that kind of stuff, it, so and they're doing a really up. good job yeah. at it. 
but that's great. one of those brands that you see kind of kind of missing the boat for a little while, but then realizes the value of or somebody else in fact if you realizes out, the value if you go of the out brand to a and brings it back. Tournament and watch the people getting sure. off their boats. Sure. Probably about 30, 40, maybe even 50% of them shoot no night. Well, and you're right, but that's such a small portion I know. of the bow hunting industry, percentage-wise. Well, at one time, you know, as technology changed in the archery world, Oneida kind of stayed status quo. And, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't a bad thing. They were confident no. in their product, and they felt like... But they missed the boat on the exactly. market. Yeah, exactly. They didn't put their money where they needed right. to. And to that's keep, the point I'm, I'm trying I'm telling to make. you right now... And, and I was a big fan of Oneida. I still am, to be honest with you. But they could have dominated it if they put their money in the right places yeah. because they were just different. Agreed. And that's what you look for in a company is Agreed. different. And that's what we've seen a lot of these companies. They progress for, towards a lot of the mm-hmm. same things, right? Mm-hmm. There's Somebody comes out with carbon, everybody comes out with carbon. Your average somebody hunter walking here couldn't cam, tell you the difference. Comes out with, I mean, somebody comes out with no cam, everybody. Well, anybody so, that knows anything about Oneida, it, it, it was basically a small shop. Yep. It was set up in Marion, Michigan, and it consisted of a pole barn mm-hmm. to where they manufactured, tested, and wound up shipping. I, I I think at one point, the only place that you could buy a bow, if it wasn't, wasn't online, I don't even think they offered them online. I, I think it was through trade shows, or you had to drive to Marion, Michigan and dr- buy it directly yeah. from Pollington. But that, that's that's one of those that's one of those companies that has benefited from the non traditional marketing avenue. Right. Right. If it wasn't for that non traditional, they'd they'd be they'd be gone. They'd be gone. So yeah, they would definitely be gone. Somebody would own their patents, but you know that's a whole other story. <laughs> so anyway, um, final comments. Anybody? Shoot all the bows you can. Shoot whatever yeah. you think's comfortable and affordable. That's it. That's and that's a whole another podcast because we do have other podcasts on, um, you know, the, the the convenience of buying, how we're buying, like just kind of <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting stuff thrown yeah. at me. Um, and, and we'll just wrap it up with that. Thank you for listening to the Boner Planet podcast, everybody. We will see you next time. Oh, dick. <laughs> Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years. Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. 
probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger Pilot, or maybe the Adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.